This episode of Drew and Sam Talk Training is brought to you by Better Than Yesterday Consulting. If you're a manager, are you having a hard time telling your team exactly what to do or setting expectations for them? As a supervisor, do you find yourself going into stores and not making any significant improvements because you're just kind of fighting fires? Better Than Yesterday Consulting has solutions for you, whether it's online or in person. Visit Train with BTY. Dot com for your solutions today. That's right, trainwithbty.com. And now, on to our podcast. Where the hell have you been, soldier? Training, sir! Training, sir! What kind of training, son? Pizza training, sir! Welcome to the newest episode of Drew and Sam Talk Training. I am Drew Helmholtz with Better Than Yesterday Consulting, and Sam is off working this week. So this week, you just get me. That's right. It's me and only me this week for a few minutes. And we're going to talk about how we can better communicate with our team. Told you in the last episode, I'm driving around northern Ohio helping Anthony Satterwhite and his team. And what I found as I'm doing this is that, and I assume that you have the same issue as well, we are having a really hard time setting expectations. That sometimes, especially when we're short-staffed, we'll accept whatever happens. Somebody's late, no problem. Somebody's out of uniform, cool. You showed up, thanks so much. But now let's think that through for a second. What does that do to the folks that do show up on time? What does it do to the folks that do show up in correct uniform? So over the next couple minutes, let's talk about how we can better set expectations so that the best people we have on our team want to stay and those that maybe want to show up late and maybe don't understand why image is important, understand why and can follow in the footsteps of the best team members. So with that, I think our friend Lucas has a sound drop for me, some Tom Petty. We'll do that, and then I'll get into communicating better with your team. It's always a good day when there's a little bit of Tom Petty playing. All right, so let's let's dive right into this, right? A lot of what we have going on is, and, and some of the books call it like crucial conversations, difficult conversations, fierce conversations, and Sam and I have done a couple episodes on this. But I legit saw it happen in a store last week. And it's not about the name of the class. It's about us approaching our fear of the conversation. Because legit, what's the worst thing that happens? In this case, the closing driver at a store was 90 minutes late. Nine zero. 90 minutes late. And the manager in charge, I happened to be there when the closing driver showed up. And the manager in charge looks at him and says, thanks so much for coming in. Glad you could finally make it. Gives them their bank, routes them on the run, and the driver leaves. Legit not a thing said. So me being me, I just asked, did you talk to them before? Did you call them, message them? Like, like was there a conversation? No, I'm just happy they're here was the response. And if you think about that, yes, I am so happy they're here because now we have a closing driver. We have to address that situation right then and there. Otherwise, it's going to happen again. Or at 10 o'clock at night when the driver's like, nah, bro, I don't feel like it. They're just going to bail out. Now you still don't have a closing driver. So we've got to address the situation. Now, let's get over the fear piece of it. 
generally speaking, we don't have that conversation because we're worried about the worst thing that could happen. They quit. Oh no. Oh no. How could they? They'll leave us. Yeah. Yeah, they might. They absolutely might. In all the years I've been doing this, I can't think of a single person to ever quit on me when I ask them, hey, why are you 90 minutes late today? Not once. Now, now if I said it something crazy like, you're stupid and you're lazy and you're a bum and uh, you're terrible. Maybe they probably quit. And notice how my voice suddenly changes into some like weird, like 70 year old man that's grumpy. So let's address it the way it should be addressed. If we address it the way it should be addressed, then what we want to do is simply state the facts. When we look at the person and ask, why were you 90 minutes late today? And let them answer. There's no wrong answer there. The only wrong answer is if they lie to you, they give you some answer. Let's say it's completely ludicrous. Now, ludicrous is too much fun. Let's say it's completely normal. I overslept. Okay, they overslept. Fabulous. How can we not oversleep tomorrow? I didn't realize what time I was scheduled in. Great. How can I help you know exactly what your schedule is each day? You don't need to write somebody up. You don't need to beat them with a stick because they're late. Yes, they showed up. Thank them for showing up. But let's set clear expectations because when somebody's late, it means somebody else has to pick up all the slack. And that's not fair to whoever shows up. So the second part of this, once we have just the honest conversation of, hey, Drew, I notice you're 90 minutes late today. Why is that? Notice it's factual. I'm not accusing them of anything. I'm not rolling my eyes. And I am absolutely positively not talking bad about them to other team members in the 90 minutes from when they're scheduled to when they show up. They give a response. And whatever the response is, the reply is, oh, well, I'm sorry that insert their response here. How can we make sure that doesn't happen tomorrow? Now, you could say, how can you make sure it doesn't happen tomorrow? I like saying, how can we make sure it doesn't happen tomorrow? Because you're, you're, you're jumping in the boat with them. You're like, cool, you were late today. How can we, you and I, make sure that it doesn't happen again? I'm on your team. I want you to perform at the level I think you can perform at. Now, somebody gives a crappy answer. I didn't feel like coming in till now. Cool. Great. Thanks for telling me that. Is this a good time then? Because I can just schedule from here, 6.30, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock for the rest of the time. That's fine. Or you know, you're scheduled at 6. If you don't feel like coming in, you got to call. You got to tell me. We have to be able to communicate with our team. And that's both down to the folks who work for you and up to the folks you work for. If we're not communicating in both directions, hey, my, my closing driver's running late. Somebody's going to look on some report and be like, hey, there's nobody there. No, there's somebody here. We're okay. I got a plan. I'm working on it. The whole point to this is about being proactive. If I can set expectations and then be proactive about it, when something goes wrong, I'm either trying to fix the situation or alerting people up and down. Hey, Drew, uh, Sam's running late today. You're the only driver for like the next 60 minutes. I'm working on getting somebody, but it's going to get a little busier. Okay. Ugh. I might suck a little for the person that's there, but they know at least. And if you think about it, anytime you've known, yeah, okay. It's like ripping the bandaid off, right? It hurts at that moment, but then you're like, okay, I can deal with it. It's the other piece of it where you don't know. And you're like, oh my God, where is everybody else? Why is nobody else here? What's going on? where all of a sudden the weird stuff starts happening in people's heads. So let's talk this through real quick. Something happens. Somebody's late. Somebody's out of image. I want to address it right there and not about them. It's not accusatory. And I'm absolutely not bad-mouthing them or talking about them to anybody else in the crew. I'm not saying something like Drew's late again to the other employee. 
That's how you create the, that friction in the store. That's how you have people that don't communicate to each other. That's how you become a bad leader. Somebody's late, keep it to yourself. Notify the other team member. Hey, Drew's running late. And you just pick it up for the next hour until he comes in. Drew comes in. Notice how I'm taking it on me here, right? Okay. Drew comes in. Why were you late today? Be specific as possible. Why are you 90 minutes late today? Why are you 70 minutes late today? You're scheduled at five o'clock and it's seven. What happened? Because if you come at it with a, I care about you attitude and I just want to know what's going on, you're building a relationship. You're building some trust, but we've got to address it right there, right then as quickly as possible. And notice how I did that, right? I'm telling the other team members, we're going to be a little short staff for a small little bit. I'm working on a solution. Either we're waiting on that person or we're fine. We're calling somebody in, probably telling my boss. Numbers aren't going to be as good for the next two hours. Somebody called out. I'm working on calling somebody in or I'm waiting for them to come in. And when they come in, I'm just asking why. Legit, nothing bad is going to happen. And if something bad does happen that they quit, which is about the worst thing that could happen because you ask them why are they late, they were going to quit anyway. Because if they're breaking straw for working for you as you going, why are you two hours late today? They were going to quit anyway. Whether it was the first customer care case or the first tip that was 10 cents, they were out the door. So let's review right quick and then we'll wrap this episode up. We've got to communicate up and down correctly. If there's an issue with someone, image, lateness, callouts, I can't talk about it to anyone in my crew. I can't bring it up. I can't badmouth them. That's, that's what bad leaders do. That's a negative mindset. I want to tell the other people in the store that we're a little short staff for insert time here and we'll, we'll suck it up and deal. I'm trying to work it out. I try and work it out as the leader. I tell my boss we're a little short-staffed. I'm waiting on either finding somebody or calling somebody in. And if the person shows up, ask why. And it's not an accusation. It's just what's going on. That's Drew and Sam talk training for today. Since Sam is not here, I will happily crash this boat into the pier. I am Drew with Better Than Yesterday Consulting. If you like our podcast, if you listen to our podcast, tell your friends, tell your neighbors, buy a billboard for us. That'd be super. Or just follow us, like us, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting service. And until next time, sell more pizzas and have more fun. That's all, folks.